Welcome everyone to the 100 lunatic sect of the Clownagog. I hope that you all are prepared for the clowning. Have you all come prepared for the clowning? Jonathan? <laughs> Was that shit rhetorical? <laughs> Jonathan kneeled before me. You go down as a man, but you stand as a clown. Jonathan, repeat the words after me. <laughs> no greater order than the clown. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I turn my frown upside down. They thought they made a horror show. They stirred a curse deep down below. But they had built it began to feel 100 forever now they must spin the wheel Ended version I really wish everyone could see you shimmy during that intro. <laughs> <laughs> I love, love dancing to my own voice. All right. <laughs> so everyone, welcome to 100 Lunatics. Jonathan, Jasmine, Nathan, welcome. Woo. I'm your host, Daniel, of course. And this week, spin number two, we watched Ditches. Ditches. Ditches the Clown Stitches. was our lunatic. Stitches the Movie was our movie. Uh, what did everyone think before they went into it? Did you guys remember me mentioning it from last week that it was a clown? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Was everyone riding high from Slither and coming in a little bit disappointed? Uh, yeah, it's definitely a drop off from mm -hmm. from last week. Mm -hmm. Nathan, I think you were compiling, or sorry, you and Wilter were compiling the one hundred lunatics for the 100 lunatic portion of the wheel. Mm -hmm. And I think you were down to like, you know, 98. <laughs> and you needed to fill in. You needed to get to 100. And I think um, I think Stitches helped you get there. That's what I think. Yep, though there were some that made the <laughs> list strictly to fill out that 100. Yep, that's for real, yeah. So he was, what, 99? Or was he the 100? <laughs> no, no, there are actually some far worse lunatics on that list this one's not that bad something to look forward to wait yeah no this alarms me <laughs> so what what number was he was he like 52 uh no they're not numbered they just are all in there there is a hundred personal of, no. opinion daniel no that's Hang bullshit i know where would you where would you rank stitches in terms of if you had to rank a hundred lunatics, no. where would he fall? This is all bullshit, because I know for a fact Daniel has one hundred lunatics written down in a notebook somewhere. Yeah, well that oh, is he, true. He ranked them when he was eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> uh I don't know where it would rank. There's some on that list that I remember thinking I should go back and change these later. So there are definitely some far, far worse choices on 100 Lunatics. You'd be surprised. Once you get past 25, you're sort of just <laughs> making decisions. You know what I mean? So so you're saying three-fourths of that list is just 
three-fourths of it is stuff you may or may not have heard of. You know, if it pops up Freddy Krueger, well, we all know about Freddy Krueger. But, you know, even Stitches the Clown, which is somewhere in the middle, everyone's like, who? <laughs> That's what I mean. It's relatively new, though, too. Right. So the more frequently we land on 100 Lunatics, uh, the, the more hesitant all of you should be about the quality <laughs> of the film. <laughs> <laughs> but Stitches wasn't that bad. Okay. I'll tell you what, I think Daniel, probably when he was a smaller child, he probably had superhero groups of lunatic horror movie people, <laughs> you know, like Avengers, except Hellvengers, you know? <laughs> Hellvengers? That doesn't even like, make sense. Like Jason's the main brute of the group, you know, you got stitches in the background on, on, on the comic cover, like... <laughs> You've got Freddy as, like, the Wolverine character of the group. Mm-hmm, there no, you I... go. Here it goes. Here we go. Yep. I've just it taken old action figures and crudely cut out pictures of horror icons <laughs> and pasted them on. And been like, well, Freddy, will he be the spy? Of course, the scout. We send him out ahead, uh, check out their dreams, destroy them psychologically. Then we come in from behind as Jason as the leader. He's the brute. He can take all of the frontline damage. Yes. Have I thought about this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Called me out. <laughs> all right what do we need to know about stitches came out in 2012 this is a very very small budget pet project no doesn't show no Are you kidding what this has mega blockbuster written all over it no written and directed by connor mcmahon and his friend david o'brien they got a £600,000 grant from the Irish Film Board to make a movie starring uh, Ross Noble, a renowned British comic. So this is his film debut. These are not their directorial and writer debuts, but these guys are not that polished either. So for little money and almost no experience, does that change anybody's perspective about what we just watched? Wait, they did something else before this? Yeah, they're both responsible for a handful of other uh, Netflix grabbed up small budget horror films. Okay, but did those movies have success prior to being given 600,000 pounds, which is what? The equivalent of $1.2 million potentially? It's right around there. It's right around a million, 1.1. So they basically got a million dollars to make this. Yeah, and I and I guarantee they blew like eight hundred grand. All away. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, it seems like just watching that maybe the cast and crew potentially snorted a lot of that money. Oh no, I guarantee uh... I guarantee eight tenths of that money went to splashy wet gore effects. Like blood. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they spent all that money on blood and mask and makeup, mm-hmm. then the slow motion like death scenes of. But how much can a slow motion? camera cost there's like at least five really good death scenes four or five where they're like all lots of blood lots of makeup and then the slow motion camera stuff too so all that added together right yeah cost some money well it sounds like you guys are all ready to it sounds like you guys did not have that great of a time watching this movie i'm easy i liked it (laughs) jasmine likes it I appreciate it. There's a lot of parts in this movie that I don't like and that I would have changed or taken a second take on. Uh, I don't like the way that he's so crude at the beginning before he dies. I wish he was a little bit more pathetic. You know, like, I'm cool with him fucking that girl in the trailer. 
uh, stitches. And then, you know, being late and sloppy when he gets to his job. I don't like how upfront and brute he is with the mom when he gets there. He's like, oh, well, you're an ugly cunt. <laughs> just kidding. I wish he had been more like, eh, I'm sorry. Yeah, and just, you know, his stuff's falling out of his pockets and he can't get his life together. And then he gets killed. And then his revenge, to me, would have seemed a lot more like I could have gotten behind him more. <laughs> But he shows up as a piece of shit already, and I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah. So before this, I didn't really have that much of an opinion of the Irish people. Right. But now, I never want to go there. I mean, they all seem kind of trashy and dirty. Yeah, and they like to say cunt a lot. So 600,000 pounds has done potentially... Lots of damage to the Irish Tourism Board. I don't think so. This thing is a... Because the southern United States are... We're spotless. Just a miraculous example We're spotless. of the opposite of what that is. <laughs> Come on now. Come now. Come now, Jonathan. <laughs> Come now. Come now. Let's be, on, let's be transparent here. Let's not judge others when we're from Texas. Okay. Nathan, do you know who the ATB are? The Alberta Treasury Branch. All the boys. <laughs> All the boys. All the fucking boys. All the fucking boys. ATB. ATB. Yeah, no, but that's also, you got to understand. Like, you don't, <laughs> I don't it's kind of ignorant. That's why I'm calling Jonathan out here, because <laughs> that's, not, that's not an example of Ireland, okay? It's like in England. It's a very small place, but there's like a hundred different dialects, and that dialect seems like low-class Irish to me. (laughs) Do you have an ear for it because you're Canadian? Secondary question, (laughs) since you guys are sort of British, how come Canadians don't really say cunt a lot? Sort of British. Explain yourself. Well, British French. Yeah. Well, you know, you're like attached. (laughs) You're like an arm of the empire. I'm saying that there's a difference between people that talk with clear enunciation when they speak and people who don't and they start talking like this and getting a little bit down in the dumps. Where's Michael Caine fit into that spectrum? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Caine? I, uh, I think he's like middle class but worked on a lot of speech stuff throughout his acting career and he's now in like limbo zone. Nobody really knows where he's from. I agree. But there are those people that can just say, oh, you're from Manchester, right? And they go, oh, thank you for noticing. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, good. Someone that understands and is not an ignorant Southern American. I like how they get so passionate that sometimes they just, like, drop syllables from words. There's, like, fucking incredible. <laughs> and you're like, whoa. I'll admit it. I'll admit it. <laughs> I had to put on the subtitles. <laughs> you mm-hmm. did? I did. Yes, some of that Irish accent was pretty rough to get through. Mm. Well, because do you guys notice when you watch Netflix that you have the ability to go down to audio options and change it to, like, surround sound, and it increases the volume, like, 50 million times, and it makes it like a normal movie instead of having to crank it up to, like, 50 or 60 on your TV just to hear what's going on? Oh, yeah, I will take that into consideration yeah i've noticed that most movies have an audio option on netflix that allow you to make the volume a normal experience stitches did not so it had to be up to like 50 and (laughs) and with subtitles just to find out what the fuck was going on because not only are they leaving out things in their speech 
because they're sloppy with how, with how they speak as people in general. Just somebody with a thick accent that's lazy, right? So there's that going on, plus the fact that they're like doing it under their breath. They're like speaking quietly at some points. How are you supposed to know what they're saying? Yeah, no, I did notice that. The volume drops down pretty low. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe we can attribute that to the low budget. I don't know. You guys seem like they threw that money away. To me, that low budget, I think, was well spent. I mean, oh, yeah. there's... Well spent on what? There's some there's they're trying to do something here, and I the reason that I appreciate this movie so much is that there is a franchise in here. There is most definitely a franchise. Why? In because here. they put the egg back together at the end. Not just because of that, just the entire clown cult thing. So you think all those other clowns are out there killing people? Uh, sure, maybe not killing people, but they're definitely in this weird, deranged underground black clown cult, and. That I like. I like that concept. That leaves shit open. If there was a Stitches 2, it could go the way of, like, it could be Aliens-esque, where we get to focus on, like, a whole bunch of clowns coming together at once to maybe get revenge for their friend Stitches. You maybe, know? like, the start of the clown order or something, like, how it happened to, like, one guy one time, and they're like, all right, this is how it's going to be. Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess they even still, they start uh, they started delving into the clown mythology, yeah. right? Yep. With Tom and his in his tree house. Oh, yeah, in his bitch centuries. house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, this is making me sick. <laughs> Why? Pandering to this retarded movie. Oh, no, no this it was, was awful. This was Wilter correcting us, okay? <laughs> he was like, everybody have fun. Everybody enjoy each other. Last week, we were like, ha, 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 Slither. <laughs> Did you not listen to that episode last week? <laughs> no, it was great. We all had a great time. I'm hungry. You know, bring me the the possum. We were just Stop losing it. Everybody was having a great time. <laughs> this is Wilter correcting it and putting us back, you know, reminding me of how terrible this genre is. Oh, my God. You shouldn't ask me if I enjoyed this movie. You should ask me how many times I checked how much time was left. Oh. Well, now, that is some fucked up shit. <laughs> I don't agree with that at all. I do not agree with that at all. I apparently am the one who likes this movie the most. <laughs> I guess that's apparent to me now. I, I knew this was going to be a step down from last week. I didn't expect everyone to have checked out so hard. There is definitely a passion in this movie, and they strive for something, and they failed on many accounts, that is for sure. But I thought they were successful in a lot of ways as well. Now, Nathan, you bring up Wilter. Very important. Guys, you may have noticed that I've already brought the wheel in here this time after all the bitching and complaining <laughs> from last time. Yeah. So, everybody, the wheel is joining us from the beginning. Jasmine, Jonathan, Nathan, how you guys doing? We're doing good. I'm doing good, Wilter. How are you? Oh, I'm sure he's doing just fine. He's only going to be in here for a little while, though. So. I'd just like to say uh, thanks for not locking me up in the closet like some sort of freak that you're embarrassed of this okay, time. Okay, okay. I'm very happy to be sitting in like a legitimate part of the cast. Uh, like I should have been from the beginning. But hey, better late than never. Okay, well, there we go. You know, corrected from last time. We listened to our fans and we listened to our master. Getting, our, <laughs> getting the passive aggression out of the way early. Is that, is that what's happening? No, 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 no. You're trailing <laughs> off there. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Now, um, I just think once you find out what's going on, right? You're watching the movie. Stitches is kind of you know over the top and ridiculous, and 
I'm, you know, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. I'm really trying hard to give it the benefit of the doubt. And once I find out where it's going, once he, once he says he's having a party, and the invitation kind of flies out the window and lands on his gravestone, I'm like, okay, here we go. Like, yep. I know yeah. where it's going now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we just, you know, get there? Little, little Friday the Thirteenth homage, huh? Yeah. Even had the shaky cam at some points. Did have shaky oh, cam. Also had a very important hypnosil. Yeah. Uh, yep. Popping those things like candy, too. Ridiculous. Like, can you overdose on hypnosil? <laughs> you can, and it puts you in a coma. Coma, yeah. <laughs> That's what we've, we've already learned that. What and, if you mix it with uh, an edible that is the equivalent of 40 joints? 40 what joints. You can make an argument that this entire movie is just his, his violent hallucination, and he's really just sweaty and half-naked in the basement somewhere while the party is still going on upstairs, and he's just <laughs> screaming about clowns. See? It just makes me sick because all of that homage stuff just drives me nuts, but I can't refute the hypnosil. Yeah, the hypnosil is <laughs> pretty blatant. Yeah. Yep. The hypnosil was, is, is from, it doesn't exist. You look it up on the internet and it's like, a drug used in Nightmare on Elm Street 3. <laughs> so there's no way around it. I can't escape it. <laughs> I just, I, I don't mind a movie that's this terrible making an homage to it because... Then it then it seems right. It seems like it's trying to be good and failing, and it's paying homage to you know the the king of of trying to be good and failing. So you know it kind of kind of works for me. Okay, yeah, no, I see what you've done there. Yeah, a little uh, complisult or in, <laughs> insultament or whatever they fucking call that shit. Yeah, you're trying to drag backhanded it down a little compliment. bit. Mm-hmm. Backhanded compliment. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's but that's. That's what I appreciate. I hate mediocre, we know the formula so we can just make this shit and it'll make a decent amount of money, it'll turn some profit, and then we can have cool-ass trailers with loud music and a bunch of creatures bending their neck weird and going, (laughs) but this movie tries to do something. It tries to make a new lore, it tries to make a new character, it takes something that that should be so kicked to death, which is clowns being scary, right? Like, now if you even talk to someone and they're like, I'm scared of clowns, you want to punch that person in the throat. <laughs> right? There hasn't been a scary clown since Pennywise from it. I'll help Pennywise. And, <laughs> and there's no... This, so this movie is trying. It does fail a lot. He comes across way too aggressive, like right out of the bat when the movie starts with, uh, with this. Fuck me, clown! Fuck me, clown! Fuck me, clown! Fuck me, clown! <laughs> yeah, Right? He's fucking her. He gets out of the car. He's way too aggressive with the mom when he shows up. It looks like he's trying to kill those kids in his car when he drives up. Yep. Yeah. And like, it seems like he's already ready to be a killer. That's a fail. He should have been more pathetic. But when he's engaging with the kids in that little montage before he dies, I thought that was great. Yeah. Kids are funny. Right? He loosened up a little yeah. bit. He seemed more like a clown. He was trying to make them laugh. His, fuck, he's so lazy. All of his jokes fail, and all the kids treat him like shit. <laughs> like, he's getting bullied. I appreciate that. And then it's very shocking when he eventually just falls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who leaves the fucking dishwasher open like that? Yes. And who jams a knife into it, like, the you, bottom down? Yeah, yeah you go no, blade down. Oh, you're yeah. going to pick that up out of the dishwasher, right? Exactly. Without cutting yourself. They did do a little, like, sneak peek when she was putting the dishes away. And they kind of trailed on her putting the knife down. She like, puts the knife in there, and they walk around, walk away, and you still kind of like they're focusing on the knife. Oh yes. yeah, I like just, that. Like, just absolute happen. blatant foreshadowing. Yeah. But 
But PSA to all the listeners at home, when you're putting knives away in the dishwasher, blade down. Yes. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> blade. And don't, and don't put a blade that size in the cutlery compartment. Lay no. it flat on the top area of the dishwasher. There you go. Right. Where large items are supposed to yes. go. Where, where you would put spatulas. Shut and um, No, I, I do spatulas. Ladles. In the, no, I do, I do that shit Ladles. in the where you put the normal forks and spoons and shit. Mm-hmm. Cake batter spreaders, your your whisks, your whisks. It also, although sometimes there is a larger compartment in the door of the dishwasher that can accommodate something like a whisk. You know what, Daniel's got a point. It really depends on what kind of dishwasher you have. <laughs> it really depends on the kind of tray, the design. I recently got a new dishwasher given to me from my landlord because my previous one didn't work. Don't like the new trays at all. The new trays are totally off. Oh man, yeah. Well Can't even said. Fit. Well said. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Wilter. Okay, so let's not go into some sort of dishwasher hierarchy. Let's just say, worst case scenario, knives on the top rack. Huh? Yes, exactly. Okay. Right. And I say stale execution for this whole scene. Very uncomfortable interplay between him and the kids. Not, uh, uh, you know, he's just, he, Ross Noble, is just a terrible decision for for this role. He's totally doesn't work. Ricky Gervais would have been much better. Oh, yeah. There Ooh, you go. No. No. Oh, absolutely. I totally yes. disagree with that. Could you imagine Ricky Gervais's stitches? Or Stephen Merchant? Have a seven-foot stitches. Yeah. Well, Stephen Merchant, then I would take him over, over Ricky Gervais, yeah. How about just a nobody? Why does it have to be anybody? It doesn't have to be anybody. It didn't have to be anybody. It could have been Jim Jeffries. That would have been hilarious. That would have been fun. How much of, how much of the million-dollar budget went to getting Ross Noble? I doubt very much. I think, Six quid. I think he did this a lot because he just <laughs> wanted to participate. What's a quid? I don't know. <laughs> what is Nathan? What's a quid? It's fifty pence. What is? It? <laughs> oh my god! All right. I will find out. I'll find out what a quid is. Carry on with the show. <laughs> but yes, could there have been a? Should it have been a nobody? Sure, maybe to us though, as an American audience, I think Russ Noble is a nobody. Did anybody else know of him? Does anybody know his comedy, his stand-up at all? No? Nope. I thought he looked familiar. That's why I was like IMDb in it. I was like, have I seen him in another movie? But I didn't recognize anything I saw. His his real appearance is is bizarre. He's got like long, thick black hair past his shoulders. And he's just kind of strange looking. But I don't I don't I don't oh. think so. I think I see this movie differently than you guys. I just thought of a of, of an even better clown. Who is the British actor in Forgetting Sarah Marshall? What's his name? He was in the new... This guy kind of looks like that guy in real life. The Russell Russell Brand. Brand. Russell Brand. See? He would have been good. Now, he would have been probably the same. (laughs) But the thing is, I think there was a directorial thing. Like, I don't think that this guy was that bad of a choice. There are parts where he plays the character just fine. Is Ross Noble Irish? Is that why they got him? No, he's definitely definitely British. But it's just the way certain scenes were directed. Like the, like I said, some stuff needed a second take. Some stuff needed to be cut better. Some stuff needed to be taken out or replaced somewhere else in the movie to get the pace better. Because they kind of like, they come out of the gate with a big death scene. And then it goes into this long lull where we get to meet all the kids. Yeah. Right? right After yeah. they've grown up. They're all in high yeah, school. Yeah, it just, it just goes to six years later. Right. You have to find out on your own that Tommy's still fucked up over the whole clown death. Yep, Tommy's still fucked up. There's uh, 
we one by one we meet all the different people that were at the party. Well, it's been right. six years. I don't know if that's like enough time to get over something like that. Yeah, all the blood <laughs> that's splashing on your all face. into it. Like, he had a blood shower. That kid right there. Yes, yes, and there was and there was definitely some uh, grinding. They try to take a really ludicrous slapstick tone sometimes, and then other times try to go with more of a pretty dark tone. And sometimes that... It just causes both to fail. It gets a... Yeah, it, it can... It rubs both down to a lower level in a bad way. But they're trying for something, and that's great. When he pulls the knife out of his head, all the blood is spewing over the kid, the kid's just sitting there and just taking it in the face. <laughs> he's traumatized. I love yep. that he gets up. You know, because like first you're like, oh, he's twitching, he's dead, he fell on the knife, right? You know what's there? You like, you know what happened? But like once he like stands up, you can like see it, and like looks much better. Also, they get to splash a bunch of blood all over everything. Yeah, he just oh, stares God. creepily at that kid, like, what the fuck did you just do to me? And he immediately you know wants to kill them all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Too many of these movies have um, buddies that make it. You were saying that the guy that made it, him and his buddy wrote it or whatever. Yeah. Which means that back in the day when they were young, they were watching horror movies. Okay, bear with me on this. And they were, they were getting, you know, stoned. And they were pausing it on the scene where the, where the death scene happened. And like slow playing it. And they were probably both like five inches away from the TV screen. Like, whoa. This would be so badass if we could like make a horror movie and then like slow it down. Yes. And and like just really enjoy each death scene. And really, it's just ah oh man. Well, okay, no, no, I get a, it. To awesome. a guy that doesn't like gore, it's like oh okay. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yes. And as someone who loves gore, I'm like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and and what I've learned, Nate, is you and Daniel should never write a horror movie. <laughs> like if all these writing duos are so bad i mean they're probably better than what you would be right because they're professionals and they're getting paid for it it could don't go, do it it could go that way or we could balance each other very nicely i don't yeah. think i'm good at writing movies i think i'm good at criticizing people when they make bad ones <laughs> <laughs> that's about all i can do that's about that's where my ta- you know my talent kind of rests rests in that area i do want to say though that after the 10th introduction of of these kids like judy and michael (laughs) by the 10th one i was kind of like jesus christ i should have paid more attention during this party how many fucking kids were there at this party (laughs) there was a bunch of kids at that party and we get each of them one by one including the most like they always take gay just over just way over right just the most obnoxious stereotypical gay kid yep like why do you have to make him that just flamboyant just let him be a normal kid who happens to enjoy sucking on a penis just super flamboyant like when he's at the party later and he's like flapping around <laughs> that's how he dances he was just flapping his wrist like, like a dead chicken he was, he was consistent i understood what he was saying every time he talked <laughs> i was gonna say he's one of my favorite characters i thought he was yeah I'm with, I'm with jasmine well, i'm, when all, for, like, I'm all for regular sounding cocksuckers but I also think that uh, in this movie, surrounded by this much speech <laughs> issues, perfect. Perfect yeah. character. <laughs> That's a good point. He's one of the only people I could consistently understand. Also, he was one of the few who, like, cared. I mean, like, his best friend supposedly cared. He came through in the end, but, you know, he was like, I'm kind of Yeah, busy. he ditched out. 
I got better things to do than listen to you bitch about whatever you think you're going crazy about. And but, then, I mean, to his credit, that girl was easily the hottest girl at the party. Yeah. And with, the, with the one that used to be fat? Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Mary, right? Yeah. Mary. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I was going to talk like that for the rest of the time. All right. Uh, But what about Dan? No one likes Dan? Hey, you should have been there. Jammed for four hours straight last night. Finton uh, described one of my solos as brainal penetration. Brainal penetration. You couldn't even hear the rest of the band. I'm thinking of changing our band name to Dan. Finton was so moved by one of my solos that he wept for four hours. (laughs) Wept? We had to play without a drummer. It's okay. I just worked the bass drum on my foot, but like. Still, <laughs> still. Oh, this tastes like piss. Oh, I'm. I want to. I now want to be in a band called Dan. <laughs> well, there's already a Dan band. A Dan band. I would be called a band called Dan. <laughs> Again, this is where young filmmakers that have passion for their project don't interpret it correctly and direct it incorrectly. They don't interpret their own work correctly? Yeah, that's what happens. They get, they want the viewer to understand something so much that they don't engage the subtlety and they don't, uh, you know, they don't do it right. We talked about this. Yeah, where Slither got it right, this gets it wrong. Yeah, this movie does not do subtle well. That is for sure. Well, because they want you to understand that he longs for her. So they do the wide shot the whole time that this kid's monologue is happening against the lockers. But... His this this kid's over the top ignorance, which was delivered too quickly, um, <laughs> needs to be slowed down. He needs to enjoy it more. Like, yeah, I'm gonna call it Dan. Like, he needs to really enjoy that. And they need to go in close to him and her, and they need to see him up close, nice close up, being a fucking douche. Like, you gotta drink in that douche. But they don't even <laughs> even do one close up of that kid. They do the wide shot the whole time and focus on his longing for her. And then let's like milk it, milk it, milk it until, yeah, okay, we get it. He wants her. We get it. Thank you. Yeah, he really (laughs) wants. Yeah, there should be some close-up shots of like Dan like touching his girlfriend and her kind of like just barely moving away from his hand a little bit just so that you know that she's like questioning his douche. Yeah. Yeah. You know, use the camera to to do something there instead of just point and shoot. Right. It's It's like a high school fucking play. Right. These guys will get better. <laughs> you don't Who think cares? they've plateaued here? I don't here? want to watch them get better. I don't <laughs> like this. They will get better. And uh, for Stitches 2, for Stitches 2, I, I would love to make Stitches 2. But um, the the boy, what's the main guy's name? Tom? Tom. Tommy. Yeah. Uh, way too much on him being longing. And I, could, I couldn't help thinking that he's his younger version seemed cooler yeah, than his older version. Well, his younger version... Like when he was at the party and he threw the soccer ball and and all that shit that yeah. caused Stitches to die, he hadn't seen Stitches die and had blood rain down on him yet. So right. the nerdy, yeah, that introverted kid that he is now <laughs> is because of all the trauma from when he decided to be cool that one time when he was a kid. <laughs> right. He was on course to be a Dan and ended up a Tom. He learned his lesson from yeah. being cool. Yeah. Just sprayed with blood. No, very much so. And uh, although I enjoy the ludicrous 
nature of the scene. I thought it was too much, too quick when he has that hallucination in the classroom about his teacher. Oh God! Yeah. Just tearing the dick off <laughs> of his friend. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> blowing it all way too quick. We got to work up to that. Yeah, I think was... they like needed a place to put them because they were weirdly placed as daydreams, and there weren't many. There were like three, and like so they're like, "There's that one," and there's like the elaborate one later. Yes, with the, with the teacher clown guy, but like. I think they just needed a place to put them. They're like, where are we going to put this? There's like a party. They're at school. Where are we going to put these daydreams in here? They just kind of had to find a place to put them in there. Yeah, yeah. They weren't very crafty at like <laughs> stringing that together. Like, but Nightmare I mean, on Elm Street is almost better at it than they are. Yeah, which is awful. But no, you're right. With the teacher and the clown makeup and, you know, cutting the cock and balls off of his friend. That was a bit much. I mean, have some foreplay before you blow your load like that. Yeah, it was really, really aggressive and just tears like the whole slow motion, just like the skin won't quite snap off. So he's just tugging on it and tugging on it. And what kind of skin does that does that kid have that's like three feet long? It's like three feet of stretchy skin. (laughs) It's just Tabasco sauce spewing out. (laughs) And then he like kisses it. Ties it to a little balloon, lets it float around, and he's jumping for it. The whole time I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Way too much going on here. Uh, But yeah, but then after that, just a whole lot of, oh, you know, we should have a party for him. And oh, but it's his birthday. And you remember what happened six years ago on his birthday when he pussed out and got all that blood all over his face. (laughs) They're like, if you have the party, then you can invite this girl you like and like just nonchalantly like throw a party for this girl and like let her know that you like her. Because that's cool. It's cool to do, like, have a party just so you can invite this girl to kind of talk to her, like, a little bit. The girl <laughs> who's in, uh, who's semi-dating the douchebag, Dan. Now she brought him. He was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bl- Blowjob Kate. Blowjob Kate, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was kind of douchey for her at first. She's like, oh, I'm hanging out with some girlfriends. And he knew that she meant her boyfriend. Right. And she's, he's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, yeah, I'll bring him. And then she brings her boyfriend. He's like, fucked up, fucked up my game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally fucked up his game. And isn't that the nature of like how all these parties start in these kind of movies? It's always mm-hmm. so that it's an excuse to see the girl. Mm-hmm. The rest of the party yeah. is like against his will. And then, of course, his most uh, extroverted friend takes it to the extreme and makes sure that everyone comes on my face. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, if you asked me last night, hey, what do you want to do? Do you want to watch some guy get his dick ripped off <laughs> slowly and painfully and gratuitously? I would have said, yeah, sure. Throw it on. I'm ready. Not so much. No, I didn't do it for you. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this movie is a continual... It does. It keeps doing it. You just You're ready for it after this, so... It's acceptable, I guess, or you enjoy it more. Like, once you get to the ice scoop and the brain nonsense, it's kind of like, really? I mean, I laughed when he, when he put the third scoop on top. I thought that was funny. But <laughs> the first two scoops, I was like, oh, God, really? Well, I actually thought the outtakes of that scene were better. Like, at the end with the credits where he, yeah. like, fucked up the scoop and the little piece of brain, like, just sloped out of the bowl. And yep. I thought that was better. They should have kept that. No, th- there was one outtake in particular I thought they, that they, sh- they definitely should have kept, which is when his nose falls into his brain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's like something that would happen when you're in the heat of the moment, you're a killer, you're trying to scoop brains, and your fucking nose falls off. That's yeah. a natural, organic moment. <laughs> should have captured it. That nose has a mind of its own. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was awful, though. The yeah. CGI nose that rolled around the party and sniffed out people. I was kind of disappointed he didn't give it a name. <laughs> right? like he should have named his nose. He's like sending it off like a little dog to search for him. Like, he would. Ew. He's like, sniff him out. <laughs> but it was, It did kind of bring one of the, I don't know, one of the better scenes in the movie when the cat's fucking with the nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just play the with poor it. Cat. They matched it up pretty good. Whatever they used in place... <laughs> Of that little ball for this for the computer graphics, they matched up really well. Um, now, what's with what's with the gay kid and eating he all likes, the time? Like, ferocious. He's like ordering food in gym class. Yeah. Yes. Something with breadsticks. Yes. Yeah. He can and do the splits, no problem. Though. No yeah. problem. And Vinny even calls him out on it. Like, are you ordering food again? Yeah. No. <laughs> like, like it's his meth problem. It just yeah. happens all the time. Yeah. Oh God! I, and who? I've never, never, I've never ordered like a pizza at school before. No. Is, that so, is that something that that British people do, Nathan? I don't know. <laughs> That's also 2012. He's like, why am I the expert on, on British people? British people, have you been to Britain, Dan? Don't, no, Nate. Don't you still have the Queen on your money? I have been <laughs> to London, England, and they've got shitty food. And Canada has poutine. The same beaver sales America. <laughs> well, come on. Ireland come has on. Ireland has breadsticks and canned strawberries. Yes. Mm. Ireland is the land of luscious green things and potato famine. <laughs> and potato famine. That's all they'll ever be known for. Potato famine and alcohol. That's yeah, it. Alcohol. Hey Nathan. Hmm. Do you know who the ATB are? British Treasury branches. All the boys. <laughs> all the fucking boys. All the fucking boys. That's all, ATFB. All the fucking. It's like fucking train spotting. It is. Boys. Yeah. I noticed when they came to the party, though, they did bring any boys. <laughs> it was just him and her. Yes, that's right. And they are so... sausage-faced. <laughs> and they're so hated. Like, when I got... When the characters get that over-the-top evil... You have to like you start to get lost a little bit because you're like this whole town fucking hates these people. Why are they here? How did they show up? Why isn't everybody beating the shit out of them and kicking them out? Everyone obviously hates them. Yeah. How do they get to just get away with being this way? Bullies. That's how bullying works, I think. In schools. Little, I don't know. I'm nervous. But little poetic justice that Paul pisses all over himself in his clown suit. Yeah. And oh, yeah. as he's doing it, he's like, "Oh no, not again!" <laughs> so he's got this problem with pissing on himself. All the time yeah. he does, or with just wearing clothes with no front zipper, that could be How more often of his does problem. That happen? Maybe yeah, he likes wearing dresses, or I don't know, onesies, onesies, ski suits. I don't know what the British do. It's all very strange to me. Ski suits. Why does everyone live so fucking close to a graveyard? Well, he lives really close to a graveyard, and Vinny does too. His invitation just blew out of his door, out of his window. Yes, onto it. He went on a weird Forrest Gump journey. That's what that was. Well, it's like a it's a small town, so some small little town where everyone knows each other, and there's like this one cemetery in probably the center of town or something like that. Right? They just built the town around the cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> it's close enough for him to see with his thing, with his little uh, telescope. No, I was, but the party invitation blew from Vinny's house. Right. Apparently, they all live on the same street. No, right. I, yeah. I, I get what we're aiming well, I mean, at. They here. go to the same school, right? They close together. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It looked like a together. big school too. Right? Did we even we did we even talk about when he first he goes he sees what he sees the Stitches funeral, and he sees like Stitches trashy girlfriend freaking yep. out. 
But there are no clowns at that funeral, right? Nope. No. No, so it's just people. So the clowns like come in later and, like, do a special ceremony around his egg. Well, it's, like, nighttime, and he's like, I'm going to go over there for some reason because he's still a kid and he's got a bike. And he goes over there, and then he, like, sees something happening underneath. Because it wasn't, like, out in the open. It was, like, in that building mausoleum thing. Right. Oh, yeah, no, because he feels the bad. castle. He feels bad because he found the little, like, squirty flower. Yeah. And so he goes and he puts that on Stitch's grave. And then he follows. He sees the clowns going into that weird little ancient dungeon keep or whatever the fuck that thing is. And that's where they're having their little ceremony. And they're making the little popper sounds and blowing it over each other. And they're passing the little case that holds the egg around. And they're both, they're all chanting. And there's the one scary guy that, uh... That what? What was the egg called? They had a name for it. It was like the, the spirit or something. Yeah, it was, it was like spirit of singularm. It was like very spirit Harry of, Potter. Spirit of singularity or something. Yes, it was very Harry Potter. I remember that. But the clowns do give us a little bit of background explanation as to what happens when you're a clown and you die mid-party. You are not our charge. But hear this. A clown that doesn't finish a party can never rest in peace. And the joke is never as funny the second time round. <laughs> they oh, did go like medieval back, Harry Potter with it. Bad memory. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Remember looking at my girlfriend during that scene with like this really unimpressed look on my face. Slow motion head turn. And she was doing the same thing to me. <laughs> oh, that's so terrible. I love the clown cult. That's good, old-fashioned horror movie lore schlock stock. Like you can uh, build yeah. from that. Schlock. Did you hear that schlock. voice? Yeah. The voice is terrible. Oh, yeah. The voice is terrible. Uh, the, I, hate, <sighs> I hate the joke at the end when he's getting his dick sucked. I'm going to talk like this for the rest of the podcast, Daniel. No, I would have preferred that he went, Well, what are you doing here? <laughs> right? Like it would have yeah, been like like weird, like crooked um merry go rounds in the background that are squeaking as they are yeah. off center. That would have been yeah. that would have been Ding, way bang, creepier. Yep. Like you know, like Creeping you guys out? It's not the merry go round zone. <laughs> we we need that circus music. I don't think I have any circus music. It's not our charge. The joke is never funny. He did funnier. sing the circus song, though, when he did the joke when he grabbed the coin from behind the kid's ear. Yep. And he also did it when he pulled the guy's ear off. He's like, do-do-do-do-do-do, as he gets closer to this. Uh-huh. But he didn't seem committed when he was delivering it. It's almost like Ross Noble got drunk or snorted a line before doing his <laughs> scenes and just was pissed off about being in clown makeup and a clown getup and pissed off about being in the movie altogether and just kind of mailed it in. See, that's so no, weird. That's no, not the impression I get at all. No, if, if I'm under the impression that if Ross Noble had snorted a line before any of these scenes, he would have been way more into it. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't see it as him not being into it. That's not the way that it came across to me. You know what? The minute I said that, I knew you were going to make a Coke joke. <laughs> Coke joke. Schlockstock. You like to rhyme. <laughs> now, uh, let's, okay, let's talk about the death. Because the first death is, uh, aside from Stitches, is the, the, that bully kid who's pretending to be Paul. Stitches, Paul, right. Yeah. 
and he pisses all over himself and then he just like walks around with his underwear and I do not like the part where he squirts it into the guy's drink that's a joke from American Pie that we could have done without <laughs> and uh, but I guess they connect it for Stitches it's a connection because that's the same kid that pours out his drink into his hat Yeah. so I, that's what they're trying to do but it, it could have been done in a better way but uh, so how does his death go because there's like a multi-step death yeah, so he does the little doo 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 right? doo doo and rips his ear off. Ear rips comes off, right off, and then grabs his arm. Grabs his arm and rips his arm off at the shoulder. Yep, very slow motion. Lots of weird, lots of flesh, gumby flesh like pieces. Bubbling. It was weird looking. It was strange looking. Yeah. Didn't right? he do the rubber arm to him? Yep. Oh yeah. Like he did the. He got the. The, he got the rubber arm going. Uh, right now, I'm I'm looking like I'm jacking off right now when I do that. No, he 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 put it up with his other hand and made like jazz hands. Like the show must go on, you know. <laughs> right? And Paul's on the ground like whispering or something, and stitches just like, oh, you have a hair in your throat, and reaches down his mouth into his throat and pulls out a bunny. Pulls out a bunny. It's a rabbit. He's like a clown magician. Yeah. <laughs> It's all part of his clown powers. His little nose that bounces around on the, ga- on the ground and sniffs out where people are. His spring-loaded arms. Now that he's de- undead, or unclown dead Clown undead. Unclown undead. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, st- no, still clown. <laughs> he, he has all these clown powers. And this is where, just like how Friday the 13th, the original movie, is sort of nothing to really look at. But then we way down the line, we have something crazy and fun like Jason X because there's been so much lore stocked up in the background no one's taken advantage of. That's what I see for the future of Stitches. I see like Stitches 4 being mag-fucking-nificent. I can't believe you see a future of Stitches. <laughs> there, is, there is definitely a future here. So pulls the hair out of his throat. Uh, a little Pun- weird. Punts his head. Punts his head, clean off, slow motion spinning in the air, lands in the lake. I love that scene. Like, every death at this point is now slow motion with, like, a black background, right? I love it. Right. And what what else is a slasher other than waiting to get to the elaborate death scenes, right? <laughs> and that's what this movie is trying to give you. Is it failing some of the time? Yeah, it definitely is. But it knows. It's like, here's... You know, you, you're here for the death, so here's the death. It, work, it fits with the character... I was gonna say I also love how that death how it like splashes in the water and then the water splash fades into the next scene. So it's also a scene transition they use instead of just you know black screening and it going to another scene. Yep. It was like water slow mo blurry room. Using up some of that grant money in the editing room. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh there and there are some good transition scenes uh, later on in the movie as well. But yeah, that's our first death. Um, I don't even remember what happens immediately after that. It, it is the it's. It's the gay friend that dies next, right? Yeah. Well, he's like looking at him in the from the treehouse, and because he sees him in the window. No, no, no. Because is is it in the attic? No, they're upstairs where he sees him. Yeah. So this is where the CGI clown nose comes into play, sniffs out yeah. Bulger, who's just Bulger. Yeah. Bulger. Keep calling him the gay kid. Yeah. Who's <laughs> just eating strawberries, like eating canned strawberries in the pantry alone by himself, and. They did kind of a cool, nice thing where the music at the party is playing, I just died in your arms tonight. Yeah. Yes, yes. But, 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 but before that, I wanted to mention that how severe <laughs> Bulger's food addiction is. Is that 
He was sent into that pantry to get his friend first aid. Yes. His friend is bleeding from the head. Head wounds and are he serious. Just, as soon as he's in there, he just shuts the door like he walked into the back room of a video store and was like, hey, I'm just going to indulge. Yeah. <laughs> and he, you see him pass over the first aid, and his hand goes, he's like, oh, that's what I'm looking for. Right for, like, the strawberry preserves? I don't know. It's just canned... It's st- Maybe it's like pie filling, you know? Yeah, kind of like pie filling, yeah. Yeah, like how you would get, like, peaches in a can, right? Yeah. But just strawberries and he's grossly just like drinking the juice yeah he's picking all the strawberries out of it right <laughs> yes. and putting the strawberries just on the ground yep and he's drinking the strawberry sugar juice sugar juice and a, a, multiple cans of it. he just keeps popping them open popping them open that cunty girl is, is running around looking for her boyfriend she kind of starts to hear uh bulger screaming and then this kicks in That part, right there. When he, like, jams the can opener into his skull right at the break of the song, that mm-hmm. was a very nice part. And no. it lasted for all of a second. That's fine. Once he gets it open, he starts scooping out perfectly spherical no. balls of brain. No. That's no. weird. No. I'm getting raped by a clown. I refuse to accept I shouldn't this do Irish because voices. when this happened and I saw it coming with the stupid music, they show him, like, in his arms, right? Yeah. Right. And in my mind, I envisioned the, the people that made this movie just loving this. Moment. Oh, yeah. They're stroking themselves right now. Oh, yeah. Big and time. I'm yeah, just big time. sitting there thinking the exact opposite. No, the, the diet in your arms and the music correlation thing, the very on the nose, uh, it must be strikingly offensive to your desire for subtlety, Nathan. <laughs> but just th- that aside, the moment when he jams it in there at the break of the music and the sound effect they use and just the shot angle of his arm going in, all that very pretty. And there's, a, there's many of those moments throughout this film in between all the crap on the nose, over the top, blunt in your face shit. And, and it's those moments that string it together for me. Right. So it made me think of Ghost ghost really yeah the pottery scene where they're holding each other's hands making the what when he uses them like a puppet when the other girl walks in (laughs) (laughs) just the lighting the intimate moment between them the can opening of his head the scooping of the ice cream just so beautiful the drizzling the blood over the top of the scoops Uh oh just so so much attention and care put into this scene okay just like now now you're being facetious (laughs) <laughs> now you're being facetious snitches get stitches <laughs> <laughs> I like that song okay so gay boy dead Bulger I mean <laughs> Bulger sorry <laughs> Jesus <laughs> yeah. so he's second to go and then we just totally passed over the Bulger and Sarah bitch fight though that was kind of funny at the that party that was awesome what yeah what I thought that, that was sh- better. I thought, I thought that was so half-assed. That that part made me cringe. It seemed like a normal bitch girl fight that you would see at a party. They did it really well because that's exactly uh, what it would be. No, it seemed uh, like two straight guys wrote like a bitch best... fight between a woman and a gay guy. Yeah, but it, you were you were cringing at the content of the scene. 
but it just so happens that the two best actors in the movie were playing off of each other in that moment. Maybe they're the two best actors. They were not playing off each other, and it was poorly written, and that's not how nearly close enough to how, oh, how two aggressive people would bitch fight. Written. It could have been totally ad scene except this one. <clears throat> yeah, no, did not like that scene at all. Without this scene, they would not have gotten that girl to slap someone's cup out of their hand. It'd be like, fine! <laughs> <laughs> yes, that scene I love. <laughs> yeah. They like shot that scene first, and they're like, "Well, now we gotta put a fight scene." <laughs> <laughs> right. So let's let's slap yeah. this together. It'll make them say whatever ad lib shit they say, and we'll just show it, shove it in there. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. And you, sir. I call you out, Daniel. You, sir. Call me out on what? You, sir. Despise movie cliches from from regular scenes, but if it's a horror movie and it's a trope, then you celebrate it. Hypocrisy. No, I don't celebrate it. I dog on these movies just fine. And that's that's not no. That's not how that's um it was so poor and lazy. Like, oh, you've uh, it's easier to get into than community college. Like that's that was that was on an outtake reel from Yo Mama with Wildemir Valdemir, whatever his fucking name is. I, I love how you say you dog on these movies just fine, but what I'm getting from you is your way of dogging on horror movies is not cupping the balls when you're sucking their dicks. No, but I do slam them when they go over the top. I do slam them when they are too on the nose about shit. And moving on. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And all the while, poor Tommy is just sucking down Hypnosil. <laughs> Left and right. Just popping like him. Like Skittles, man. Like Skittles, yes. That's, no, that's, that's heading right into a coma. No, that's not how you play that at all. Yeah. Now, I saw this movie a long time ago, back towards when we first started doing the podcast, and I remember how bad Nathan freaked out and how shitty the eye pop-out effect was in like Friday the 13th part 2 and so I thought that he would have appreciated part 3 D sure I thought he would have appreciated the umbrella scene in this movie no it had way too much slow-mo it came to a it came to a stop (laughs) it did it did it did like it halted and and like showed you it's like they were nerding out over it just like look at it from this angle <laughs> yep exactly yes, <laughs> no they were no yes, it's gotta be were. slower it's gotta be slower like, okay now she can fall back yes <laughs> yes that's I, the other problem too with being given like a million dollars to make a movie they probably spent like fifty thousand dollars on this one effect and they're like no 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 they're like so emotionally and financially involved that they're just like, no, 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 we spent $50,000 on this. Let's, let's do it again. Let's shoot it from every angle. Yes. Let's, let's, let's get really some matrix cameras on this. Moment. <laughs> to make sure we get it right. Yes. But th- th- he, this is an example of like, just even within this tiny little death scene, the ups and downs that are involved, that lets me think that these guys have hope for the future. Like they will learn to filter themselves, I hope. Because you've got... When he throws it through the back of her head and you get this the slow motion of like the iris or the pupil on the eyeball shrinking, that's a little bit too computer graphic-y, a little bit too over the top. But then when she falls backwards and the umbrella <laughs> and the umbrella pushes out through the front of her head and it's slowly coming out of her eye socket, that part's great. Then the eyeball falls off the tip of the umbrella into her mouth. That part's stupid. Yeah. Then the umbrella flares open and flings blood all over the room. That part's great. Yeah. Also a great scene too, like the just 
photography of that last scene with the umbrella opening yes. and the blood splattered on the wall and you see like half her body because the umbrella covers the other half of her. Yes. I, I have that movie poster. Yeah, even <laughs> just within that little part they go from great to shitty to great to <laughs> shitty. Hopefully they learn to filter the shitty in their future projects and not the good. Stop assuming that they're going to have future projects. <laughs> this should be the end of it. They will. They will definitely have future. But there are far worse movies than this that have gone on to lead healthy, healthy franchise lives. Wow. You're just excited for them. <laughs> this is the same guy that on our one of our recent Trailer Park episodes basically chastises David Fincher and suggests that he may never watch a David Fincher movie. David Fincher. Because Tyler Perry is in it. <laughs> okay, that's, but yet, that's fair. But yet these guys have leeway to just suck all the way to Sunday. Like, I don't understand. Okay, Ty Dude. I didn't realize that the next David Fincher movie had Tyler Perry in it. I will <sighs> not watch it. <laughs> yeah. Not a good selling Fuck. point. I don't. Fuck I don't need. You, I don't need David guy. Fincher casting Medea. All right. N okay, but he's not playing Medea. Is it Alex Cross? No. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, you know, he does have movies other than Medea movies that he actually yeah. acts as himself, and yeah. well, they're not great. Yeah, they're not Tyler Perry's Temptation. Tyler like Perry's. He's got a four hundred million dollar empire, all right. The guy's incredibly intelligent. Give him a little respect. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. I'm not saying he's not intelligent. I'm saying everything that he's done has been awful. That's right. Fifty Cent has a four hundred million dollar empire. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. <laughs> I did. He's actually a decent actor. Mm -hmm. In mm. what? Well, yeah. we see why now why you're not afraid of Tyler Perry. <laughs> I forget what I saw him in, but he really does I was like surprised. Horror movies, just different kind of horror movies. Mm -hmm. No, I no, I get it. I, no, I, once again, I understand the complaints here. I seem extra enthusiastic <laughs> because I'm backed into a corner. <laughs> I've been strapped down to a chair, uh, had my shirt pulled up, and a hungry rat placed in a bucket against my stomach, and then a torch <laughs> held at the end of the bucket, and now I am held alone to defend this movie. That's what's happening here. Yes. <laughs> this is a good Game of Thrones reference. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, so I will tout the line. Next death. Toe the line? Sure. All right. I just want to tout it. Yeah, okay. I just want to carry the rope around. <laughs> All right. Sling it over I my shoulder. I want to massage it. Then I'll tow it. <laughs> Everybody look at this line. <laughs> oh, and then, of course, as soon as she's done. Oh, I was going to say, the reason I like the umbrella coming through the front of her head is because I always think in movies when people get stabbed and fall down, I'm like, what if they fall onto the thing that stabbed into them? You know, like in any normal movie, when someone gets stabbed in the chest or something, and then they fall forward, I'm like, ooh. Right? You, it should always show the the it going sword in, or whatever knife going through them, Yeah, right? going through them or, like, getting jammed askew and causing, like, horrible internal damage. Mm -hmm. Something like that. So watching the umbrella pop through the back of the head is something my childhood mind has always been like, why don't they ever show that part? And here they go gratuitous with it. <laughs> So when the finally umbrella finally pops open, I'm just like, yes. <laughs> oh, joygasm. Nice. And then we get this. Taken from behind. <laughs> That's one of those lines that uh. could have been reworked and played in a better way. They always kind of, they're always a second off, kind of like what I was saying before. But to someone that doesn't like over-the-top slow-motion gore, it's like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, really? And the umbrella goes, and you're like, oh, Jesus. And then, and then he says, 
taken from behind and you just that's when you check how much is left time in the movie (laughs) (laughs) yes that's yeah yeah no i get it but okay so i i guess i'm gonna kind of defend the stupid one-liners a little bit just because clowns aren't funny right right they're corny they're i mean they're not funny so this is a clown being not funny Right, they have bad one-liners and some slapstick, right? And that's all they got. He's working with the tools that he has. He's following this universe's rules. But I also think that he should, and this is my whole argument against how terrible Ross Noble was as a decision for this, or at least his performance, because he he should be enjoying this more. He should be like genuinely enjoying it. You should see that. He should be just... Having a blast, but which, you don't get that. Which is why the outtakes should have stayed in the movie. Yeah, well, they kind of did. They tagged him on there at the end. You get a little credit reel of some of a handful of outtakes that seemed like they were pretty funny. This goes to show you how fast I turned this movie on when the credits... How fast I turned this movie off when the credits rolled. I didn't know there was outtakes. That's funny, because they were nearly instant. Like, they showed, like, two names from the movie, and then they showed outtakes. I know. (laughs) First first name, I was like, see Fuck this shit. (laughs) I have anything better to do. (laughs) Oh, man. But, yeah, that chick that dies with the umbrella. Man, I had a clip from her. Because remember that weird scene... Where what's what's Tom's friend, the one that invites everybody to the party on my face? What's Vinny? his name? Vinny. Vinny. Right? Vinny wants to go fuck that girl, so he's taking her up the stairs, and as he's walking down the hallway upstairs, he like shoulder checks that bully girl. Yeah. And she spills her beer. And then she takes her can <laughs> and throws it at the back of his head and takes him down like crocodile dundee style. <laughs> yeah. It Holy was a pretty shit. big can and like, she just got it out of the fridge not too long before that, so it's probably still pretty full, but it was a 24-ounce can. Like, yeah, it wasn't but, like a 12-ounce can. But that big. girl, Sarah, right? Yeah. She's got a rocket for an arm. Yeah. No like, shit. She's... And that, that part made me laugh so hard, because it's like, what is that <laughs> doing in here? Did, or were they aware of how funny that is? Like, through editing? Like, the way they chopped it made it look so hilarious. It just drops like a fucking rock. And then he's rubbing like... It was like, funny earlier in the podcast, because you were like, uh, that, that cunty girl, and in my mind... I, I was like, cunty girl? Well, that's a little rash. Why is he calling that girl a cunty girl? Which girl is he talking about? And then I figured out who you were talking about, and I was like, oh, she is a cunt. <laughs> yeah, she is. And she likes to say it just like all British people oh, do. Oh, look, what a perfect pair. A dick and a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> a dick and a cunt. A cunt. A cunt. A cunt. A cunt. A cunt. I've got a beard in my cunt. <laughs> and then I forget. Oh, next is the guy who is used to jump on the grenade right remember camera guy remember Vinny wants to talk to the to the to the hot chick and then she's got like a large friend next is the cat oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah let me guess you guys like that scene because i didn't like it and i'm just going off of what's happened before you guys like the cat scene i th- i thought it was kind of funny if they had found a realer-looking cat. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously it was a stuffed animal that he was swinging around by his tail, but yep. you know, I didn't expect that. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. I do like that he that he hit it nine times to kill it, that fit with his clown character. Oh, so he had a knife before that, so I thought he was going to stab it. Yeah. he's like, here, kitty, kitty, and he's got the knife. 
And he's like, come here. But no, he's not going to stab that cat. He's just going to beat the shit out of it. Right. Yeah. Didn't expect it at all. I thought it was kind of a nice throw in. Yes. No, I I agree. I like the idea. I just didn't like that they didn't try to find a real looking cat or a cat that might actually like be filled with blood or something that would actually spray every time it got hit. It was spraying when it hit. Yeah. There was blood in it. It was you couldn't see the blood like on the stuffed animal, but when he hit, blood would spatter on the wall. Or like he hit and when he pulled it back, there was blood splattering on the wall behind him. Yeah. No, I did notice that. But I've the Wayans brothers and scary movie and a haunted house, they've made me so averse to a stuffed animal appearing anywhere that the second I see one I just like reel back in horror. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. They're going to get into a fight with a stuffed animal and pretend like it's strangling them, and we can see its dangly stuffed animal legs. <sighs> Nate? Nate? Brutal death of Lilu? Huh? Not bad? I was, a, I, was, I was offended. I'm a cat owner. <laughs> okay, I'm a cat lover. I can't, uh, couldn't, couldn't deal with it. And the nine lives thing, I was like, oh, ha-ha, clever. <laughs> well, it fit with how ha-ha clever the rest of everything else was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it didn't. It didn't shock me or surprise me that it was there. It was just kind of distasteful. Yeah, and well, you guys have seen what I do to my cats, so I had no problem. Right. Yeah. <laughs> then it's the guy that helps his friend by taking the big girl. Yeah, and like taking pictures of her and everything, just yeah. instantly Big distracted. Man. Fucking wingman. That's a wingman. Yeah, that, that is a wingman. Yeah, man. that is a fucking wingman. He was good, good. Work, buddy. Yeah. He was no, there was no talking to or anything. He just starts taking pictures of her and he drags her away. Yeah. It's like, now move this way. I think it's better lighting over here. Uh-huh. No, he was smooth. Yep. He, did, he did a good job. And even at the, I don't know, when she starts going on, when she starts uh, making out with him, she's, oh, let me look at these pictures. Oh, what do you think of this picture? Well, it's just a picture of you. I don't, <laughs> it's it's good. Like, I like this one. <laughs> it's just of you. It's good, I, I guess. It's good because I took it, I right. guess. <laughs> And then she's just like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, just, it's kind of uneventful, though. He's just kind of sitting on the wall. He's like lighting up a spliff or something outside. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of pulls him from behind. Little nose pops up. Little lo- oh. nose rolls next to him. And he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. He like looks at it and he's like, whatever. And then double takes. He's like, wait. Because it moves closer to him. Yeah. So he like looks. And he's like, whatever. And then it gets closer to him. And he looks again. And he's like, what the fuck? And then he just gets grabbed from behind. Yep. Pulled down. And... This is, wow. Okay, so the intestines don't look very real. No, but the whole disembowelment thing makes sense, right? He's going to make balloon animals out of his intestines. We all saw it coming, right? Hopefully. (laughs) Okay, I I didn't see it coming until they flashed back to the party when they were a kid. And and it's like, like, oh yeah, Richie, this kid is the one who popped the balloon animal at the party. I get it. Yeah, yeah, they gave you those every death so that you can know why he was killing them in the way he ca- killed them. And yeah. what the little kid looked like. Like, you're like, if you haven't forgotten from the beginning montage. Yeah. And uh, makes a little dog out of his intestines, and he tries to run away, and his intestines fall out, and Wait, he trips. He takes a picture of him with the with the balloon animal. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that was good. He's like, no, 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 wait, i got to get to my good side. <laughs> yep. you know, his eyes all chopped up on that side. I don't want to face the camera towards yeah. that way. And then he runs away, trips over his own intestines, and then... A favorite gore effect of mine is like disturbingly fake looking head damage. And they had that uh, ample for yeah. the, for this scene. Cause it he always looked really creepy. Jams the balloon pump right in the back of his head and just starts pumping. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And normally nothing would happen. Like they would just, in real life, it would just 
the air would find its way out or it would just push the air pump back out. But with this kid, his whole fucking face just starts to blow up and his eyes pop out like his total recall. <laughs> See, you, you got total recall. I got big trouble in Little China. Yes, big trouble in Little China as well. And I got... I'm so hungry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Something's wrong with me. Why is she doing that? Yeah. Why is she moving? <laughs> it what hurts, the bitch. fuck are they going to do with her in a hospital? <laughs> uh, see, Slither was so good, it's making its way that's, to this podcast. That's how it happens. The better one is always going to dominate conversation. But to speak about gratuitous, when he finally blows that kid's head up enough, and it looks disturbing the way his eyes are popping out and his like rubbery, weird-looking skull. He's even grabbing it with his hands. And, like, like, with, uh, uh. I don't know if he's still talking as his head is being blown. Yes. And just to get an idea of how wet and explosive that head goes. Stop talking, Big Head. Does he normally call him Big Head? Now. Still going. Jesus Christ. And next scene. That is a lot of slow motion wet exploding. Holy shit. Head, get your gargantuan cream out of the way. <laughs> oh, it's like an orange on a toothpick. <laughs> an orange on a toothpick. <laughs> cried himself to sleep on his <laughs> wee pillar. <laughs> on his wee pillar. Pillar. Oh, that's great. Mm. So I married an axe murder. Also oh, great. Michael Myers. Right. Does that deserve to be on the wheel? So I married an axe murder. Technically, yes. Uh, yes. It, Technically, look, totally. if if Slither and this are on the wheel, then yeah. Well, yeah. Well, these are obvious. One's a slasher. The other one's a horror movie. Uh, so I married an axe murder. Way more comedy than horror, but there is a killing element in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a psycho murder aspect to it. There's an argument to be made there, and I think that is that it for the big deaths. That's the last friend because Tommy and his girlfriend and Vinny. And Vinny, they all make it out to the end of the movie. And there's no other friends left to kill, right? Dan doesn't get it. Was Dan no. even at his party? Yeah, Dan, Dan was, was the there, guy drinking yeah. piss. No, I know that, but what, is he at the kid party? No. No, no, no okay. No, no. He's just the girl's boyfriend. Right, so he's technically safe. I just so, had a great idea, guys. What's that? Why don't we, why don't we put more things on the wheel, like, like 100 heroes, 100 villains? We could start watching regular movies. You know? <laughs> huh? What do you think? Uh, I can do 100 villains. Uh, you already have that with the lunatics. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, we already, yep, it's all taken care of. <laughs> the format is perfect. Filter, help me. Filter, I will give you some. It's weird because. I feel like the movie loses a lot of pacing once he stops killing people. Because we get a half hour into the movie, we have a lot of what the kids are doing now, what the relationships are now, and then it's like, gratuitous kill, gratuitous kill, gratuitous kill, gratuitous kill, and then a bunch of running around in a cemetery for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And that bothers me. It slows it down well, really I mean, hard. The, the 
bike ride slash tricycle yeah. chase. It's yes. comedic. You know, I enjoyed that. So like he he's gaining on them on that little tricycle. They both have two big mountain bikes, and he's like on this tiny tricycle, and he's like catches up to him. <laughs> yeah, and he and he makes a stab, and he stabs his seat. He like stands up just in time. For some reason, I thought like that scene belonged in like Top Secret or Hot Shots or something. <laughs> like a fucking getting gained on by a tricycle and then a stabbing fight. That he kicks was him great. in the face. Right. See, that was like the one scene where I th- I actually felt the clowniness yes. the most. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It came across well there. And that could have been used in other parts of the movie. Could have been owned. He could have been over the top a bit more with, with, with the clown aspect. Right. Oh, but alas, no. And then we have to watch them wander around in the, in the, cemetery. In the cemetery. And then he has to have hiccups. And, oh, she kisses him to stop the hiccups. <laughs> oh, they're in love after, like, four people just lost their lives <laughs> in very disgusting, awful ways. And unfortunately, oh, yes. her boyfriend, Dan, wasn't one of them. Mm. Oh, um, right, he gets away. Oh, yeah, yeah no, Tom, in the face, though. Tommy's like running out of the house and, and punches Dan in the face, and Dan's the little douchebag. He's like, I'm going to sue you. My dad's a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Dan the All right. <laughs> Douchey like Dan. Douchey Dan in uh... 100 Lunatics. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I, I think there was a, a podcast or a website. There was a, I don't know, there was a douchey guy named Dan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's great. And now his death scene, Stitch's, <laughs> Stitch's death scene, seemed very rushed. Actually, the, all that last part seemed rushed. For all the running around in the cemetery that they're doing, I really wish that they would have just gone straight into finding his egg. And then, like, there should have been something in between there. Because he's, 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 like, walking on, like, the power lines or For something. For no reason. Right, no reason. It would have been cooler if he like ran across the power lines or his little cool run that he does where he swings his arms back and forth and he crouches mm-hmm. down. I like that run, actually. Yeah. That fit with his character really well. I wish he'd ran across the power lines like that and then popped out his little tiny umbrella and like floated down right. into the, like right near them, like right behind them, just dropped down behind them. That would have been cool. But that no, would have fit more with a slasher movie. Like I don't really understand why he was doing the whole tightrope on the power line thing and then just falling off. I, I, I don't... I think they had, like, 12 different clown powers they wanted to give him, and they just, like, ran out of time and money. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because they, he, the boy runs into the little dungeon keep where all the eggs are. They all fall on the ground. Stitches comes in, punches him in the face with his slinky arm. <laughs> and then immediately they're back outside. He's yelling at them. And then Stitches has taken his own egg out of its protective casing. Well, he took it out of the casing. Remember, he was, like, in there, and he has He's like, how do I open this? And he thinks back to when his, oh, yeah. Righty tighty to when his friend tells him. Yes. Let's see, righty tighty. He never bubble, learned that. Has a bubble thought moment of his friend. Oh, that was so bizarre. Something oh, that he had vulture. not learned at the age of 17 for some reason. Righty tighty, you dumb When Tommy went in there, why didn't he just, like, what are you doing looking for the egg? trying to look at all these eggs and look at the faces on the eggs and try to match it up with stitches just start breaking fucking eggs dude yeah apparently those cases were what if there are good clowns in there good innocent clowns fuck them all they're all dead yeah i'd be like fuck all clowns at this point at this point and besides after what you've seen it's a fucking room full of pennywise clowns man you just (laughs) kill them all it's not our charge No, but then what if it's like some nice guy, he's sitting down at dinner with his, his wife and his kids, you know, he's a clown during the day, and then all of a sudden, 
egg yolk just starts spewing out of his ears no, and his fingertips. No, because they only put the eggs in that little castle thing when they're dead. <laughs> okay, okay, put yourself... Yeah, he had his own egg before that. <laughs> that's true. They do hold on to their own... Thank you. That's paying attention to lore. Nathan, you can learn something. Daniel, <laughs> I want you to put yourself in the position of young Tommy, okay? You're in a clown crypt surrounded by a whole bunch of eggs. With a big clown you're shrine being... statue. Yeah. You've got my attention. Yeah, yeah you're, being, you're being chased by a undead clown that died at your 10th birthday party and traumatized you. Undead, unclown. <laughs> Do you have the clarity of mind to sit there and evaluate the other 50 eggs as, you know, good or bad clowns? Like, I don't think you're thinking about the quality of clown that you're shattering the egg of. And on top of that, I mean, you're looking at all these little clown faces painted on an egg. Do you really remember what Stitch's makeup looks like? That's even though I didn't. Even I though didn't. I, yeah. I've, his I egg like, didn't. Good luck, buddy. His egg didn't even look like it. Nothing him. like him. It was like checkered or like cross pattern eyes, and then like a drawn on smile, and that was it. And they were in red. That yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, turned to, I turned to Chelsea and I and I said, uh, with. A face with an X over the one eye? Like, that? Yeah. Well, how do you find his, his face? I'm kind of, even, like, even at the beginning of the movie, he didn't really have his makeup on that well, even then. No. I mean, you're sitting in this clown crypt just comparing eggs like, oh, well, this one has a star over the eye. And this one, I don't know, his smile is a little crooked. How would you fucking know? Mm-hmm. How would you know? But it didn't matter anyways, because even though he takes the time to look around, he just bumps into the shelf and just knocks everything onto the ground no no he's climbing the shelf to get it he sees that's it up top what it is yes and he's climbing to get it and he's like almost there and he reaches a little too far and then falls off and as he falls a bunch of them fall off right and they seem really secure i was gonna say those things are like solid because they all dropped and none of them break none like of them they must break. be like not glass they're like some kind of like plastic reinforced plastic so makes sense you know you got an egg it's sensitive material you don't want to just put in something that's gonna break just as easily no, it's got their cult clown powers surrounding it. They're nice and secure. I don't know. I, so I don't get why Stitches leaves his egg exposed. Like, why doesn't he just immediately freak out, put it back in its little container, yeah. and then go and kill these kids? Well, Stitches is new to this. Maybe he doesn't know that if the egg gets destroyed, so does he. Oh, he I knows. Think he knew that, yeah. Because when he falls down on it and his nose barely touches it, he's like, oh, shit, thank God. And then they squish his face into it and it breaks. And then egg pops out of everywhere from stitches. Everywhere. Lots everywhere. of goop. Goop fans out there. Lots of goop in this scene. Like, it took me a second to realize that that was egg. Yeah, me too. I was like, what the fuck is that? But yep. it makes sense because he was stabbed and like cut several times before and he never bled. Like, she's a girl, sticks her heel into his neck. And he pulls it out, no blood comes out. Yeah, nope. Tommy stabs him. Stabs him, no blood comes out. Kate throws the knife, and it goes right back into his... Same spot. The same spot, and, his eye. And you'll notice when he pulls that out of his eye, and they, and, they run out, and they run out of the house, when he pulls the knife out, a bunch of yolk splatters against the ground. Oh. Really? Yeah, like a bunch of yellowy stuff. I didn't catch it the first time I saw it. clowns made of eggs? That's... Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know how they got this egg and clown, like... Relation. Because they usually they usually paste the white onto their face first to give a base, and then they can make the colors really pop and make them look really clowny. So it makes sense that an egg Heads would be your like their symbol of singularity. Your, your, your can your their, what was it? Spirit of singularum. Makes them unique. It sounded very Harry Potter. I would have liked more sketches and uh, some of the look like a longer look at some of the books that Tommy had up in his little bitch house. <laughs> 
Those were some cool this, dark pictures, like fucked up clowns, like the, putting sacrifices onto wheels and stuff. That's the wow. only reason why I can think of the t- the whole tightrope thing was in there because it kept the camera kept panning over to this one clown that was walking a tightrope. Right, right, right. So yeah, see, that's, there's something something clowns do. They have to put it in there. We yeah, we're gonna have to find out in stitches too. I think that's the stitches <laughs> death scene. First of all, was another moment where I checked how much time was left. <laughs> no, Nathan's not a fan of goop. Because it's, not even it's lame. It's lame. Why do you make him shatter like an egg with yolk? Like, okay, if the egg is his vessel, that's fine. But you don't have to bring yolk into the death scene. It's <laughs> hokey and stupid. Okay. But the other thing about the book, I thought it was funny that the kid like went through this huge book of clown cult nonsense and none of it was useful i investigated all this and blah and i made myself so paranoid and anxious about this and none of it helped me yeah i, I even researched serious. ancient egyptian rib tickling ceremonies yes like, he what? does say that like, yes. if you're gonna bring a book of like crazy cult clown stuff into it use it that's like a poor poor writing just you know, if you're going to bring something in there, find something cool. Use it in the movie. Well, like, that's that's how we got the singular, what, the spirit of singular, what? Spirit of singularum. <laughs> yeah, that's where he yeah, got that. Know. Yeah. Well, he sure pulled the, pulled a real good one out of there, didn't he? Yeah. Snitches get stitches. Well, he had it because he was trying to prove that what he saw was real. Like, saw him as a kid, and he's like, I can't tell anyone. They're going to think I'm crazy. And he's like, I got to do more research to somehow prove that there's some kind of clown group or higher power that they all, like, come together so that I can tell other people and they'll fucking believe me. Yeah, so... Or, or so, convince himself that he's not crazy. That too. He so let me, let me sit in a treehouse with this girl that I've been in love with for six years and show her how not crazy I am <laughs> with all these fucking the clown spot. books. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, you know, girls like clown books. And, and oh, by the way, sorry, my telescope is pointed right at your bedroom. <laughs> yes, exactly. Cover that one nicely. Tom, what the fuck? What? Why is the telescope pointing at my house? Right at her house. You know that if she had not closed her curtains, he would have just beat it and gone to bed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, there's no morals in that kid. That kid's twisted and fucked up, taking lots of hypnosil. Yeah, I bet if she took a closer look, she's like, Tommy, did you draw these clown sketches? <laughs> I don't think these came from a book. He's like, I, see I don't know why she dreams. didn't like figure out that she should leave and get away from him after his explanation, where he's just like, no, 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 it's okay. I was looking at the cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? That's no. when I saw your light on, so then I did point it at, at your house. I zoomed in, and, and it's okay. You didn't. You had your clothes on, so it's okay. That doesn't make what? it okay, Tommy. Right. Was I beating off to the cemetery, and did that carry over when I saw your light go on? Yes. Well, it's already out. Whoa. So <laughs> I mean, you gotta finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would Would I have you know immediately turned it away with with honor if you did take your clothes off? No. no. I turned it towards you and zoomed in all the way. <laughs> yeah. Because I was anticipating a magical night for yeah. me and myself and I. Scented candles. You get that Put far. Some soft music. <laughs> you, you get that far into it. You just don't cock block yourself. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. What I really wanted to happen in that scene when he kept pulling like the telescope, like zooming it further and further in, I wanted that entire like eyepiece shaft to just fall out. 
right? Yeah. right. See, that would have been something that was subtle and good when I got in a laugh instead of uh, it was just sort of creepy and dark. Because when she closes her window, he just sort of stares off into the darkness and the camera lingers on him. Like he's thinking about maybe he can sneak up to her house and get a closer look in the window. Like, yeah, <laughs> and then just yeah. fades hey, off. <laughs> yeah, Tommy does come across a little rapey right there. <laughs> yeah, just a dad. Comes uh, across a little rapey Tom. There's a lot of scenes where he's just staring at her and they're like doing other things. And he's like, they're like, when they're in school, they're like playing basketball or something. He's just standing there staring at her. Like, oh, yeah, right, we're in school, we're doing things. And he keeps going. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tom. I feel no, a little creepy right. sometimes with characters like that because I'm trying to, I want them to succeed because <laughs> I want to see, I want to see her take her clothes off. So mm-hmm. I'm with him, you know. So when they got so I'm the pedophile, but Nate wants to see 16-year-olds take their clothes off? Yep. All right. Just clarifying that. Yeah. No, you do come across pedophilic. Um, <laughs> but, but what I was going to say was when he was sitting in the in the treehouse and he first like turned his um, telescope towards her, I was like, dude, shut the light off. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> kill, kill the light in the, in the treehouse. You're going to get found out, man. You know, you know how you can see the light in her room? She can see the light in your fucking treehouse. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, she can see you in front of an apparatus looking at her. Yeah, Shut that shit off. That's why you just go old-fashioned. You just go right up to her window. You sit outside of the house. No, I mean, if you're going old school, just break into the house. Okay, That's Jonathan, true. Yeah. I, think, I think we got we got a good example right there as to why you are the pedophile. <laughs> why? Because I would break into the house? <laughs> yeah, well, because I said, shut off the light. Creepy from a distance, Sure. But I didn't touch anybody, right? Daniel, he'd go right up to the window. Still not touch anybody, just going right up to the window. That's even creepier. And then you just immediately just no, 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 no. Break into the house. Yes. Break in. Still break not, still bitch. not touching anybody. <laughs> still not touching anybody. Just hang outside her door. Yes. Oh, right. Okay. Jonathan so you know would what? would rape somebody in the same way like two brothers would fight in the backseat of the car. Like I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. <laughs> yeah. Like stand over like them hover. while they're sleeping. Hover stand over. Stand over their bed. Yeah. Just, you know, simu rape. Keep keep the heavy breathing to a minimum. You'll be fine. <laughs> you just Jasmine up. comes in over top. Like no 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 no. What you got to do is you got to like snuggle up behind them. Make them make them think that someone's there. Make know? them feel safe. Yeah. Yeah. You're just their big old teddy bear. <clears throat> right. Yeah. You just sneak in as the big spoon. Right. Get a nice yeah. good firm <laughs> grip on them and go. Don't scream. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's it's fine if it it's fine if it's me, I won't be offended. But which one of us do you think is the most pedophilic? <laughs> or or a better question, which which one of the three of us do you think would be more likely to actually go into someone's house and do something very inappropriate? Those are two different things. <laughs> Those are two very different things. Okay, rank so, us in both areas. Apparently we have strengths and weaknesses, all of us, in these two areas. <laughs> I know that I'm excluded from all that, so that's good. <laughs> She's like, whew, because I'm the rapiest. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God he asked me the question. <laughs> uh, I think we all know it's Jonathan. Ah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to say anything he's still here, so I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, she looks too scared to answer, John. Uh, Nathan, I think that. Uh... <laughs> well, you could just say me. I was gonna say you're not here, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Well, that is Stitches. stitches. Disappointed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, everyone seems very disappointed. I didn't think it was going to be this big of a step down for everybody. I knew everyone was going to freak out at how over the top it was and not really enjoy that so much. But got to say, I'm hurt just a little bit. I love the death scenes. I don't scenes. think... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I really like the death scenes. I like the slow-mo. I like that. I mean, the rest of the movie could use a lot of work. But for the death scenes, they all look awesome. I mean, you can tell that's where they spent their budget. <laughs> yes. I think that... Slither did this movie absolutely no favors. I think that if I had watched Stitches first, I wouldn't have been as hard on it because I really enjoyed Slither and I thought, you know, I, I was, you know, I was worried about Stitches, sure, but I uh, just, uh, you, you can't help but compare to your previous experience and it just, it just didn't even come close. Right. <clears throat> yeah, no, that's a really good point. I, I think if I'd seen this first, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, this is what I signed up for. So, <laughs> so yeah, let's just Spin go with it. Spin that wheel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, and then I, uh, I see promise in this film. All the flaws that we've mentioned are definitely valid. Uh, your guys' opinions are noted, and I'm not going to argue much against them, but I, I think I see a lot more uh, going on in this movie than... <laughs> Than you guys are willing to give it any credit I, I, for. I think <laughs> much more potential. I think you're just seeing stuff that's not there because I mean the list of negatives on this movie is way more than the list of positives. Yeah, we'll 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 need a little bit of time to see what they do next, and we'll see if they wow. were smart enough to. Why do you keep assuming they're doing stuff next? Like, have you looked at the IMDb page? Is there Stitches two coming out? I don't know if there's a Stitches two, but these two will definitely keep on working. I've already seen. From their small filmographies, there's already a few on there that, that they're fine. They'll keep making movies. I got to say, I mean, it, this, this movie does have a lot going for it. I mean, Tyler Perry isn't even in it, right? So, <laughs> right exactly. That's, that's well, a plus. Yeah. 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 There you go. All right. That's all somebody told me before I watched this. That's why I watched it. <laughs> I immediately looked up after this movie, after I shut everything off. I did go on and I googled Stitches 2 because I wanted to make sure that it didn't exist. <laughs> and it doesn't exist. And it isn't being made. So, Not yet. Yeah, well, you know what? We're coming up on uh, two years here since Stitches release. I think they would have oh, tried. They're, they're just polishing off that script and, and just, just making it nice and, and very Perfect. Slither-esque. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, there it is. It's up to you guys. Do you agree with me? Do you agree with everybody else? And, uh, I don't know. I guess there's nothing else left to do but spin for next week. Spin the yes! Do it. Let's talk to Wilter. All right. Do you guys want to... I guess, um... I'll... I guess I'm feeding him. Yep. <laughs> Wilter, you ready to be fed? Okay, okay. Uh, feed me, Daniel. <laughs> you guys remember that movie? Oh, uh, that's yeah. good stuff. I okay. remember that movie. Now this time, uh, da Daniel? Yeah. Daniel. Yes! Okay. This time, uh, when you feed me, instead of just splashing the blood all over me, uh, could you try and put it in this intricate little engraved channel? What little engraved channel? I don't... Yeah, yeah, no. It's, it's there. It's always been there. You're supposed to put the blood in that channel. It kind of flows throughout this design, and it glows a little bit as I spin. It's a whole cool thing, but you never listen to me. No, no, I listened to you. I've, I wanted. No, no, don't act, don't act like I've never mentioned this before. No, you. I listen to everything sure, that you. Sure, sure. You hear me, but are you listening to me? No, he doesn't. I listen. just jam it in there. 
Okay, don't, okay. Don't fuss with me. I don't want to get into this in front of everybody else in the podcast. You, I said that I don't want to get in front of this with you in front of the podcast. Uh-huh. Oh, you okay. son of a bitch. Everybody ready? <sighs> ready. Okay, everyone right. ready. Ready. <clears throat> Let's do this. Let me just get over there. Weird how it kind of rains in the room like that, you know? It's like I just killed a clown. Yep, just gonna crank the wheel up a little bit. Okay, there we go. The same screams every time, so. I have landed on 100 lunatics. Seriously? Your lunatic is... Watching the Blair Witch. Ooh, a very common notorious title. Oh, you know what's funny? Because we were just talking about this recently, and I was like, you know, I watched that movie once, once. I've never seen that movie. Either. Well, you're gonna, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when it came out, and it was so terrible, and I watched it one time just because I'd see what all the hoopla was about. And I was like, wow, I've never watched that movie again. It's so terrible. But I was like, maybe it's not as bad as I remember. So we end with Jasmine's feedback about how horrible the Blair Witch Project is and was and will be. Right, Jasmine? Yes. Right. Well, let's take, <laughs> yes. let's take yes. this into it consideration. Is. Let's take this into consideration. This movie has become every contrarian's dream. It's Ooh. a movie that came out of nowhere, had no budget, did something new in the horror genre, blew people's minds, became so popular that there was backlash on it, all that popularity bottomed out, it fell off its pedestal, and now people consider it a shaky cam piece of shit that has been spoofed to death. But wasn't it, because I remember before the movie came out, all the hype about the movie was ridiculous. It was supposed to be like the scariest movie ever, and it was just totally new. It's supposed to be like real, based on a real thing. But then when it actually came out in theaters, everyone was like, it's a piece of shit. No, that came later. That's exactly how I felt when I watched it. I didn't watch it in theaters because I didn't think it was gonna be worth that, but. When I why like it was like all the hype, everyone was talking about it. It's supposed to be like based on real events, seemed like a real thing, right. based like a reality movie. Right. And uh, so I'm like, all right, yeah, this is gonna be scary, right? And then I watched and I was like, what is, what is this? What's happening here? <laughs> why, why is this happening? Like it was just. Well, I guess we'll see when we watch it again. But I remember recalling it then, like being just like poorly executed. Just like they had a good idea, it was just not done well. Right. But this is the like beginning of it the beginning of it this started the found footage phenomenon right. so you're saying that like it's a good thing <laughs> yeah 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 there's your found footage films have not really made a good name for themselves I but think of one but there is lots of fear to be mined from reality and the uh, concept of found footage works positively for horror but everyone just takes advantage of it to be lazy about their cinematography as opposed to using it for genuine moments of real horror how come the, horror movies get this like special boys club like tip of the hat to each other for everything that they do? <laughs> because the strides that you have to make in the genre are few and far between, so you have to give credit where credit is due. Does Blair Witch have problems? Yes, it absolutely does. Um, but it started 
it started something and I but it started something and, not good and b- before everyone <laughs> goes into like hypercritical mode about it and I will be one of those too trust me like you know Blair Witch Project is not on Daniel Decides <laughs> and so I will have problems with it as well but just remember that it's where are we gonna is find this, this the movie? first movie no. that we have all already seen I have not Jonathan seen it. has not seen it you have not seen the Blair Witch Project nope I'm not. A, I'm, I have I'm, seen it. Would you like to know when I saw this movie and where I saw this movie? You're going to tell me where because it's unique. <laughs> I saw it in an old school drive-in. Uh, oh wow! In a double feature, Nutty Professor was first. Wow. Oh wow! <laughs> Perfect. Wow. Really set the mood. Followed by the Blair Witch Project, sitting comfortably in my car, tuning into a radio frequency, watching it at a drive-in. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm not a fan of horror movies. So when shit like this comes out, I'm not going to see it at a theater. If I see it on Netflix, I'm not I'm not watching it. I, mm-hmm. I just don't care. So this is Daniel's way of making me watch these movies also. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is, Everything about this podcast is about me making the people I love and forcing them to do things against their will. That's the kind of friend no. that I am. <laughs> You're it's broadening our horizons. because he thinks it'll be interesting for us to <laughs> banter with him about the, these movies because he thinks it'll be interesting to defend these movies to the masses. Yeah, that's damn straight. Yep. <laughs> damn yep. straight. Mm-hmm. And I uh, pull it off splendidly, <laughs> I think. Oh, oh, yeah, definitely succeeding. <laughs> Oh. I don't think you succeeded with stitches. I think no. you did succeed a fair amount with um, the Nightmare on Elm Street and, Fra- and and Jason movies because you were you were hell bent on on why those movies matter. The but classics. stitches doesn't matter, and you know it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, I don't have the uh, I don't. There is a there is a larger lore universe with Nightmare on Elm Street that needs to be force fitted together, and there is fun in force fitting that all together. There's just not enough lore here yet with Stitches. Once we come back yes. to this around yes. Stitches three or four, uh, oh. <laughs> it'll be a whole different story. See what he does though with Blair like Witch. He's just like, now. oh no no no, the found footage. This is a a, a path. This is a trailblazing yeah. movie. Uh, just set the stage for so much. Blah blah blah. blah. Right. It's got tons of problems, just like God. anything that tries to reinvent something has tons of problems. Nathan, Jasmine, do you have any last words about Stitches or about next week's movie, The Blair Witch Project? I think I've said all I gotta say about that for now. <laughs> all right, Nathan. I am I'm excited because I I know that I'll be able to uh, digest the Blair Witch Project and actually have some positive and some negative things to say about it instead of just negative. <clears throat> Blair Witch Project for next week. This week was stitches. We're done with stitches. On to the Blair Witch Project. Um, let's see here. What should we go out on? Should we go out on intro music or should we go out on jamming opera music? No, let's go out. I would like to request the girl from Ipanema. Ooh, I don't have that. This is close enough, though. I can do this for you. <laughs> How's that? You feeling that? Let me just turn it down a little bit. All right, thanks, everyone, for joining us tonight. Thanks, everybody, for coming. Sorry if I was a little hard on stitches. <laughs> little hard on stitches i think everyone was i think everyone deserves to give uh, stitches an apology i will accept it thank you for giving it to me 
If you'd like to visit us, go to 100lunatics.com. There you can check out more episodes of this show, the 100 Lunatics proper podcast. You can check out Trailer Park, where Nathan and I digest all of the best trailers for you. Or, screw it. Trailer Park. Check out a shh commentary track, where Nathan and I again invade your ears with banter over some of the worst straight-to-DVD action thrillers you've ever seen. Reach me at 100 Lunatics on Twitter. Reach Nathan and I Hate Horror. Reach Jonathan at John Fan Club. Jasmine, don't really give a shit. They're not on Twitter. I mean, there's Twitter somewhere, but no. Nope. Doesn't give a shit about Twitter. And that is it. Good night. That is some fucked up shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's something about you. You know, I'm sure that all of our listeners, if you polled them and said, which one would touch children? He just what? sounds floppy-headed, doesn't he? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I do. Uncomfortable laughter. But before that, quid? Pence. A quid? I found out. A quid is a quid is a is a, is a one one unit of currency, like a like a dollar, like a buck. A right, is a buck. So or, what's a or pound? pound or a euro? Because a qu- okay, so how many quids are in a pound? How many quid? Quids. A quid. A quid is a pound. Yeah, it depends on where you are. A quid is a pound if you're in England or Ireland, but if you're somewhere else in Europe, then it's a euro. All right, quid's like saying, give me a buck. It's like, give me a quid. Give me a, it's give slang. Me a pound. It's slang, yes. It's slang. Okay. okay, but a pound and a euro are not the same thing. No, they're not, but they right. use slang. Okay, if if so... a British person or an Irish person goes to Europe, they're going to say, if they say a quid, then they don't mean a pound anymore. They mean a buck. Give me a buck. Since right. I'm in... France than a euro. Give me a euro. They don't say francs anymore. They don't have them anymore. They don't, they don't have, have francs. francs. No, their slang for the euro is uh, "give me a pibble." Do you you a do pibble. know that there's a union. Like, they all thrown together and have one. Currency. Yes, you I know, know about the fucking EU. Jesus Christ! Who do the okay, stitches well, I don't know. would inspire? I mean, you get news from the newsroom on HBO, so I don't know. You know, you're maybe like two years behind reality, right? So. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, a newsroom shot. Little did I know that, a st- that I, Stitches would inspire this massive me- conversation about global politics. Same Never me. in my life did I expect to get an international finance lesson from the guy who manages Roger's video for five years. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. So See let- that? See what just happened, audience? He took it personally. <laughs> <laughs> He's boasting. Because he works in a bank and he, he I'm not boasting. knows I never, more about I, finances than I do. I never so now said he wants to flex his muscles. <laughs> See? That's what he's doing. I didn't bring up where I work. <sighs> you just trash talked where I used to work. Alright guys, let's bring this down. Let's wipe the slate clean. Let's calm down a little bit. Let's go back to talking about the movie. Back to talking about the movie. Well, when were you ever okay. going to use that noise? <laughs> okay. I can't. I can't blame him. I can't blame him. I mean, it's like I just said. He's a little. He's about two years behind. I did 
work at Rogers made three years ago, so I, I can understand why it wouldn't be. You better do the harp thing again. I wasn't right. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. No, you took us right back. Let's clean it up. Clean it up. <sighs> Fuck okay. this. Let's let's talk about death. Everyone, breathe in. Ugh. And out. Okay. Feel the wind. Okay. That's not wind. <laughs> okay. I picture your epic movie collection, Daniel, having strange filing procedures <laughs> where you come over, come over here to the left. Okay, you see this cubby here? These are movies that aren't very good, but set the stage <laughs> in different ways for movies that come before it, come after it. Over here, you see in this cubby, these are movies that benefited from this movie's trailblazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well said. Well said. <laughs>